Hey, what's up? Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a d20. My name is Cassie and I will be the host of this episode, which means that I will be the one leading us on this adventure. How I do that is by rolling the d20 that I have here in front of me. Whatever number I roll on that dice will determine what we talk about from our adventure log, which is just a list of 20 talking points slash quests. At this point, I would normally introduce my fellow co-hosts, but we've got a very precarious situation today. I have received an anonymous letter informing me that one of the hosts of U20s has been replaced with their evil clone. The problem with this is, one, I don't know what kind of agenda an evil clone could have, but it's probably not great. And two, the evil clone does not know that they are a clone and thinks that, in fact, they are the real person, so they are unaware of the dark machinations brewing inside of them. So instead of introducing just my co-hosts, allow me to introduce my possible friends, possible evil clones, voted most likely to be the clone and most chaotic is... <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Caitlin. I'm so happy to be here as always. Just love it. Loving life, loving this podcast. Okay, so the energy that you started with yeah. was very on brand, very Caitlin, and yeah. then you turned it very nice and like very like Instagram like mm-hmm. promoter. Yeah. And I don't yeah. that makes me suspicious of you. Like rate subscribe baby. <laughs> okay, the baby. Know. See now you ended it there. The baby <laughs> got me. Yeah. But the like rate sub- subscribe threw me off. Well, it's whatever you feel, but I'll Okay, and that one was straight up Randy Jackson, so I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> the other possible evil clone who I will be judging based off their reading capability is my other maybe friend, Books. Hey, what's up? Always reading, always loving those books. It's me. I'm here to just, just establish that I'm just me. I love books, and that's all there is to know about me. I'm one-sided, just about books. I don't you trust know- her. Hers, that was very easy. She hit books. She loves books. Her name is books and she's here for books. That was sell it way too hard. That that was, she hit like all three points of it right there. She hit the trifecta. So I have no suspicions so far of books. Very scripted. My opinion. IMO. Okay. All right. I don't know who this Instagram one is, but it's really throwing me off. TTYL BRB XOXO. A. Nope, I need the other one. <laughs> Did the evil clothes <laughs> pretty little liars? <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. I watched like three episodes of that, okay? <laughs> I don't know if that's a true fact for Caitlin or the evil clone. I can't tell you in real life if that one is. But all right, my so-called friends. Normally the main mission of the show and of every episode is to just bring some entertainment. But today we must also figure out who the evil twin is. So as we go through the, our adventure today, I'll still be rewarding points to both of you after each roll, but this time the points will be based off of how in line with your character what you brought is, and if I feel like it is like the real books and the real Caitlin giving that to me. Another new aspect to this episode is that after each roll, before I give the points, I will ask both of you to make an argument as to why what you just said is in line with the real you and how it helps your case. So basically, you must constantly be proving your you-ness to me today. Uh, if you fail at this or say something I don't like, it's possible you'll take damage. Uh, all this makes sense? You're tracking it? Yeah. Yeah. Very on brand with that weird ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so hard. I got a big challenge in front of me. But you guys, before we get to all that, we always start off each episode with our crit fails, which is a very telling aspect of like who we are as people. So clones, can you please tell me how you failed this week? Uh, I'm going to prove that I am me, not a clone, right now here with my fail because I am stealing your fail, Cassie. And that's very books mine. brand is to just steal things from other people. Um, and uh, <laughs> Cassie's fail recently has just been over-purchasing of puppy toys. 
Mm-hmm. And yes. um, I am puppy sitting at the moment, and I have no resistance in spoiling this puppy that I am watching. But I also have no money. But that has not stopped me from purchasing several toys and even a dog bed for the puppy that oh. I am watching. I am uh, so fucking proud of you. So wow. the puppy's like literally only with us for a week. And she is staying at a puppy spa that I am creating for her. She is being Good. spoiled beyond belief. Um, I'm so glad it went as extreme as to get a dog bed. I've literally never been more fucking proud of you. <laughs> I am honestly, have... I do love this. It doesn't sound very books on brand, but I, I'm very, very <laughs> proud. When it comes we to just little have puppy like baby. all hard floors and I couldn't stand leaving her on oh, no, hard yes. floors. She has to have oh. a bed. That That's beautiful right. little angel does deserve it. And we do need to see that beautiful angel at the end of this. You got to put that little angel on screen. Oh, she will be on screen. Do not worry. I have a whole plan to bring her in here. And we, we will have the opportunity to share a picture of her on our Instagram. Is that correct? Yes, of course. Cool. Good. Have that, to make sure. That was very on brand for Caitlin to bring up Instagram and how we could pimp out a dog. That was very on brand <laughs> for her. So <laughs> your fail, very on brand books. And I am incredibly proud of you again. And Caitlin, Instagram. Yeah. In, you got that. I do have that. And you know what else I have? Extreme fears. And that's my fail. Um, my fail is that we have, uh, being from California and being in California, um, we have earthquakes every once in a while. And um, we recently had an earthquake and it was uh, NBD, some people would say. No big deal. Because <laughs> it was a decent it, sized one. Oh, uh, oh it was believe a me. baby one. Oh, believe me. I know. But a lot of people gave me shit because a 4.8 earthquake apparently is NBD. No. Um, baby is 3.3 <laughs> and below. I agree. I agree. I throw a fucking 3.5 in there. I I rocking and rolling. I'm fine. But 4.8. Fuck. No. Fuck. No. Okay. So my fail is that I absolutely lost my shit. Cassie (laughs) stared me deep in my eyes as I lost it and jumped over the couch and walked out the door and um, took our baby boy out for a walk at midnight because I literally couldn't handle myself. You honestly, you did do better than a lot of times. Like you stayed calm and it wasn't like you just kind of froze there and it was like, do you want to go outside? There might be aftershocks. And you were like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) I would enjoy that. Yes. I would love to take a stroll outside right now. Maybe actually very calm. Is it as afraid of earthquakes? And she's just been here longer than we thought, Cassie. She just knew it was a fear that she was supposed to have. I am chaos. And when I am scared, (laughs) chaos is erased and I am polite and formal. (laughs) Yes, It's like a very polite little child (laughs) saw the McDonald's playground (laughs) And knew, like, knew they wanted to go there, but couldn't ask and had to wait for the parent to be like, do you want to go? <laughs> just, yes, please. <laughs> I would love to be out there. Yes. <laughs> you just just demonstrated exactly how my life was. <laughs> we would go to McDonald's and we weren't allowed to go into the McDonald's playground until we were invited like fucking vampires. <laughs> I wasn't so allowed would just to be go me in and at all. My brothers. So. <laughs> well, okay, I'm a sticky monster. So <laughs> we, me and my brothers would literally stare through the window. My mom was like, you want to go in? <laughs> yes mommy she knew like that's such a power move because like knowing you three gremlin children like that's obviously the only reason you want to fucking go there and the nuggies but like to pull that power move i'm so proud of her yeah i'm gonna give your mom a high five next time i see her i'm also fucking good if you are actually the real caitlin i'll give you i'll give caitlin's mom the real caitlin's mom a high five next time i see him Mm -hmm. that's right uh, my fail is very on brand for myself too and now for you books because it involves a little puppy and this my fail is that like 
I took the little boy to the park near us because he loves to do that. He loves to just be able to run because he can run super fast. And uh, I don't like to run super fast like he does. <laughs> so I like to just throw the ball and let him go. And uh, we were out there. This park's been having a lot of soccer games going on. So, you know, a, good, a soccer game, they'll have a whole bunch of little soccer balls lined up on the side for when a ball goes out of bounds and they can keep playing. Well, this puppy boy also loves soccer balls, and he doesn't know the difference between other people's soccer balls and our tennis ball. So one of these balls caught his attention during the middle of a game, and he grabbed that one. They then, it was half the team stopped as this dog took their ball, <laughs> stuck, stuck his little teeth into it, and ran off with it. So half the team stopped and was like, bro, that dog's got your ball. And it's me screaming, because I know he can puncture this and that they're expensive, <laughs> trying to get his attention. And this fucker's so happy because he doesn't get like a real big soccer ball because he pops them so quick. So he's just as happy as can be, like jumping up and down with a little soccer ball, me screaming at him. Half the team laughing their ass off, half the team going for the goal because they see an opportunity. <laughs> And uh, I finally get the fucking ball from him and bring it just back over to the other side, you know, and they're still playing the game. And one of the guys like comes over to me and he's like, it's fine. He was like, it's fine, man. Like the ball's only 80 bucks. And I was like, I was like, shit. I was like, was this one 80? Please don't tell me that. That was my fear. And he just started busting up laughing. And at that time, somebody scored a goal. And then he was like, fuck, man, my ball and now a goal. And I was like, I'm fucking up so much. And he was like, it's fine. We're ahead like 20 points. It doesn't even matter. And the other guys were like, shut the hell up. And at that point, I was like, you know, it was the end, like a, a pause in the game. So I was like, hey, do you want to check the ball? And he was like, no, you're good. And then he like kicked the ball. He was like, it's that guy's ball. Anyhow, run. <laughs> <laughs> so my fail is that I uh, let little puppy boy go. And there was definitely like it wasn't flat. Luckily, the ball had like some padding on the outside, but there's little teeth marks all up in that ball. Oh, yeah. And I but just it's the other guy's away. ball, so... Uh, it's the other guy's not ball. Your not your problem. It Run. doesn't even matter. But that is, uh, yeah, that dude is... Was he a coach? No, he was just one of the players. It was like... Oh, it's so just like, like a league, league, right? Yeah. I don't even think it's a league. I think it's just a group of friends that come together and like play pretty much. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So it was like... They were chill as hell, luckily. But because it could have gone bad, those balls do. I expensive. honestly was picturing like a little kid soccer game. So no. <laughs> adults. No, it was it was a group of adults and they were having the time of their life watching this dog steal their ball as it was a pure panic attack for me. When this dog does get a ball like, OK, Cassie said he's happy. Have you seen those videos of a cow seeing grass for the first time and like bucking mm -hmm. and like just happy as fuck? That's our dog when he gets a ball and then he has the ball in his mouth. So he's waving his mouth around to like, look at what I've got. And then his butt's going wild his tail's going wild that's how much joy these balls bring him luckily i think that was in our favor because he was just incredibly cute while he was t stealing mm -hmm. these individuals balls so He's so cute it's, yeah i couldn't right. be mad at that only it's thing okay. i'm mad about is the fact that you didn't film this so we could put it on his instagram it was too much panic too much panic of knowing right, that <laughs> i would be so scared i would like lose my shit if i was in your place so it was like 40 guys out there yeah. i was like i can't i they, can't their teams are just so large <laughs> it's a really big team i was like i will have to give you however much money for this ball like i can't do anything everything i have is yours i understand <laughs> i was literally gonna leave just cash underneath the ball and like run <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like i have a crisp 20 on me that's all i can offer <laughs> sorry <laughs> all right you guys those were good fails though another fail to add to that is that you both responded to my introduction of calling you clones before asking for your fails so you're not <laughs> off to a great start but let's see if we can get to the bottom of this and get the real co-host back so uh i'll go ahead and roll Okay, we actually rolled an eight, which is Shark Tank pitch. 
So I, I recently, you guys, I kept that 20 from that, that guy. So I have a crisp 20 to invest in somebody. So what products do you have for me? Cassie, I have something that you, I think we'll definitely need to invest in that crisp 20. It'll get you this too. That's the best part. Okay. I don't know about that. Um, books, you're going to want one too, actually. Okay. Purses. They're boring. They're out of style. Not cool anymore. You want to know what is cool though? What's cool? Dog purses. Okay. That's right. It's just okay. basically handles on your dog, but it has cool pockets on it so you can fit your cell phone, wallet, and everything you need. What type of Corella DeVille shit? <laughs> it's I know. Your dog's not your pack mule. <laughs> no, he's not a pack mule. You can throw him over your fucking shoulder. Handles for your dog to throw the hoe over your shoulder, pockets for your phone, cooling, cooling apparatuses for your pup, and a lavender scent to make sure that they are chill the whole time. It is great weight distribution for all size dogs. Yes, that means you can even lug around your Great Dane when they're too tired to walk. The dog purse is here, and it's the best looking purse, and it's not even Louis Vuitton, and it's sustainable, and it makes everyone happy. So you're telling me the dogs enjoy this yes. is what you're trying to tell me. I'm telling you. The dogs you. enjoy having handles attached to them. Back, yes. The back of them, yes. <laughs> Wait, so how is it being attached to the back? Because that's what sounds dark. Okay, no, it's not dark, I swear <laughs> to God. Because <laughs> uh, I was picturing, you know, those little handles that you use to pick up their back legs when they get old? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Like I was picturing that, but just around their middle and no. it's little handles. Same, that's what I, exactly what I pictured. No, much more avant-garde. Okay, so Actually, I don't I'm even know what that huh? means. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fucked up is what it means so oh, shit <laughs> well no then um but no just it, like you know what a normal purse looks like right i know yes You're picturing not, it okay. i got your vision so far Throw a dog inside of it okay okay so so it's a dog in a bag it's a dog in a bag <laughs> so you're trying to sell me a bag you right just now have a duffel bag as a purse no, I'm selling you a bag, but it, it distributes the weight properly. The dog is happy. It has cooling for the dog. Imagine, okay, a purse with fans at okay. the bottom of it. And then the dog goes on top. And then there's lavender scents on this purse as well. The, but people don't but see here's like... A, yeah, go ahead, books. A big problem is part of my joy of leaving my house is going and maybe seeing other people's dogs. If everybody's dogs is hidden in this purse... It's not hidden I'll in the purse. Pissed. The That's dog what, is like, mostly outside of the purse. What, how much How much proportion of the dog is out? What of the dog can I see? Inside the purse is going to be the belly of the dog. Okay. And outside of the purse is going to be the front and back legs and the face and the, and the tail. Okay. So, okay. So it does you have a little board, I'm sorry if I did not explain this thoroughly. <laughs> So we could possibly see them like move in their little leggies. Oh, you bet. If you walk over water, this boy's going to be running over that shit. Okay. It's going to be good and calming and cooling. For this I, dog. D- I doubt that. Severely doubt that. But I do like the mental image that I have now gotten instead of this Corella DeVille thing that I had initially. Yeah. So I, like, I do like yeah, this aspect. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good purse. I'm just picturing a bunch of like middle-class white women with like these handbags tucked like on their shoulders and like a dog just hanging between their elbow and rib cage. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's just, is that the image we're creating with purses? Elbow and rib cage. I don't like, understand. you know, purse it's like on your shoulder that you've got your elbow here. Your- yeah. Their elbows like resting up on the dog. Yeah. And then their dogs hanging right there. It's a purse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a like purse. a purse. Well, all I see is a beautiful dog being lugged around and just like looking around, seeing the world in a bag. You know, it's great a shame that dogs tired. don't have these legs that they Some, can walk on. Sometimes they get tired, and that's that's, that's a why valid you have point. a little wagon for them. No, you gotta get them. You throw them over that shoulder. You gotta do something for your dog for once. You gotta be their legs. They're your heart. 
you be their legs. Oh, fuck. You sold it to me at the end right there. That was it. That was the moment right there. Chris 20, strong, <laughs> I knew strong contender. That tagline was going to go you know, straight to. You know what good tagline gets me. A part of a dog's joy is walking and sniffing. Sometimes things. they don't Just, want to walk. <laughs> Sometimes they don't. Not all dogs love to walk all the time. Some like to sit in the middle of the street and you know it. All right, this is getting this is getting heated. So I'm gonna I'm gonna break this up for a second. <laughs> That's very on brand for books to put your idea down. I do like that. That's, uh, that's going on. All right, so mine I feel like might lose points because it doesn't involve puppies, but it does solve some problems. And your puppies get to enjoy things while this, you know, my pitch is running around your house. So we've heard of Roombas, right? They're those little automatic vacuums that go around your house and mm-hmm. get um, all your desktop for the ground. I have come across a new problem in life. Um, just purchased a house and I don't like my wall color. But guys, painting is miserable. Painting mm-hmm. walls is the worst thing ever. So I am a pr- pitching to you the wall painting Roomba. You put your paint in this little guy and he it. rides up and down your walls and paints. He has sensors just like the Roomba does so he can sense where the crown molding is, where the doors are, where he's supposed to stop. And you just let this little guy loose on your walls and uh, he goes and paints them. And the we're going to call him the Walloomba. That's very good. He is a Walloomba that paints. Um, having mm-hmm. new wall colors is really fun and it can change the entire feel of your house. You can change your wall paint color to match your mood or the festivity of the season, but you never would because painting is really expensive and a process. But if with the Walloomba, it makes it easy and fun. That's very good. I do. I like, I like this mental image. This is another good mental image. My question for you, how does he do on those corners? How tiny is this one? Because I feel like he's got to be tinier than a Roomba. So there's uh, there's three models you can get. Oh, you're getting that money. That's right. You are. Yeah. So you've got you've got a larger one for big blank spaces. You've got a real tiny guy to get in between and right around your little light switch cases or light switch panels Ooh. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then a medium sized ones for your average canvases near the windows and everything. Okay. I'm imagining, you know, those mm-hmm. Uh, those cars that you put on your refrigerator and you like wind them up. And yes. Then- yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. And then another follow up question for you. Is there like a deal if you buy all three for one? Do we get a payment plan here? Do you throw in anything? Oh, you know, you get a deal and it uh, works with um, Benjamin or more paints. So your deal not only comes with all three, you'll get um, at least four paint cans. Wow. Oh, man. Your purchase of Walumba. Okay. All right. That's very good. Walumba. I like yours. Walumba. <laughs> Dual Years had a very good tagline. Books has a very good name. I got a lot to think about, so I'm just going to throw in my Shark Tank pitch real quick. I'm going to pitch out a new podcast idea, and I think this one is going to make it big, you guys, so I really think we should make this because it's going to appeal to like a wide range of individuals, and I think it's going to be like a hit new genre of podcasts that's going to be what I'm going to call Anxiety ASMR. So what this podcast will be is just different looping tracks that will have like chill music playing in the background with like an intermediate voice that comes in and it will be coming in with like just reassuring phrases that will comfort a lot of types like typical anxieties that people have uh it can be like every once in a while someone will come in and it'll just be something along the lines of like it's okay no one is looking at you they have their own life and they have their own worries they do not care about what you are doing in the space right now you are living your life They are living their life. Both are separate and have no effect on the other. Do what you need to do. Wow. And then like another track just for like, right? Like it's, I'm telling you, it's going to hit such a wide Uh variety of people. 
and there's gonna be like another one that you can play on for like when you're meeting new people and it'll just be like they don't hate you you're doing fine in this conversation that thing you did not say your name weird (laughs) your name they understood it clearly that thing you said wasn't as dumb as you thought and then like you know just all these situations we're gonna have reassuring phrases and there's also gonna be these audio loops for like um yeah there's all those audio loops for those situations but then we're also gonna have different types of calming music so we can be sure to try to hit some music that's going to calm every person. So there's going to be like chill vaporwave, lo- lo-fi hip-hop, meditation track, instrumental, piano, whatever calms you, these same phrases. Either way, you're going to find something that's going to calm you down for the right situation. And that's anxiety ASMR. I love that so much. I love that as well. I need the one for like, they're not not texting you back because what you texted was stupid. They're not texting you back because they're busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the group of friends you have, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll make that one for yeah. you because that's we're a large part of that. So I'll, I'll work on that There's one. So for much you. anxiety. So much. <laughs> okay, you guys. You both had very strong pitches and now I just need you to like tell me why that pitch was in line with the real you. Cassie, wanna yeah. know mine was why wanna know why yes, mine you know I do. was on brand? Um on pins and needles. Um the reason why is because I like dogs. Mm-hmm. And number two, God, I'm fucked up and I put handles on dogs. <laughs> yes. You know what? I did not expect such a good argument, such a good and succinct argument out of you, but you fucking did it, dude. I'm I be feel like the real Caitlin wouldn't see her Shark Tank truly as as fucked up as it was, though. Uh, th- we did make it pretty clear when I kept saying that it's pretty <laughs> fucked <true>. up. <laughs> when you said word for word, it's fucked up. You just put handles on dog, your Corella DeVille. I don't yeah. know where I could have gotten those succinct words from. I don't know. Just don't think you'd admit it. <laughs> I All just right, so- copied her words. <laughs> My uh, my Shark Tank is really on brand because I struggle constantly with adult things mm-hmm. and I'm constantly to, trying to get out of doing those adult things through solutions and having those adult things still done for me. Cassie, I need your calming thing to tell me that she's saying adult things, not because we're children. Um, <laughs> so you were talking about uh, no, doctors? No, we all struggle with adult things. None of us <laughs> can successfully do okay, any good. adult I, shit. I listened to that and you know what I heard? What'd you hear? Caitlin, Cassie are children. I'm an adult. <laughs> And I need your comment. Pause but that would be me. odd brand for me as well. So. That would be, yeah. yeah. So either way, no matter what you're going to say, that was right. I felt that. That was <laughs> both. You guys both did very good on that. Very good arguments as well. It's hard to tell as of right now. Caitlin, I do. I do like the mental image again. Once I got past how fucked up it was and that you're not Corella DeVille. Nope. So I'm going to give you 80 points for that. Yeah. Books. I love a little Roomba. I love wall Roomba as a game. And I also love that there's three things that the person has to buy in order to get the job done that's very fucked up and very on brand for you yep. <laughs> i'm gonna give you uh, 75 points for that and i will roll again okay we rolled a 14 which is gonna be best npc story which we kind of take as just like weird interactions we've had so um have, what's a weird situation you guys have had recent really recently okay so mine um I visited my grandma really recently, like over the weekend. And um, my grandma was just, we went on a walk together. We were just kind of talking, just chilling, being normal, talking about life. And uh, she decided she needed to water her grass in her front yard. So I stood next to her as she was watering the grass. And she just turned to me and we were just having conversation, normal, normal conversations. And she looks at me straight in the eyes and she says, Caitlin, sometimes I get so mad I get diarrhea. (laughs) 
And then I said, okay, grandma. I was like, my tummy sometimes gets rumbly. She's like, no, I get diarrhea. And I was like, okay. She's like, do you see those oil spots in the front, in the, in the street, which is a public street, by the way. What? Where is this going? Um, she says the neighbors did it. She's like, I'm getting diarrhea right now. <laughs> I can't believe they would abuse their power and do that. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, they were doing car work in the middle of the street. Oh, man. I don't know what that means, but she got diarrhea in that moment. I was so worried that she was going to say those were from her diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, there's That's bigger concerns here. I was like, grandma's just taking a dump out in the middle of the street. No. One, your poop shouldn't leave that mark. It shouldn't have an oil mark on the street, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> grandma, there's something wrong with what you're eating. Something else that's giving you diarrhea, grandma. It's not your anger. <laughs> no. Uh, but grandma does pee and poop herself every once in a while. So I wouldn't put it past her. And Caitlin, so do you. That's I very do too. St- very on brand for Honestly, you. Honestly, we bond over it. That's why she feels comfortable telling me these kinds of things. <laughs> just while watering the lawn. She very happens good. to be 86 and I'm 27. We just have a tiny gap in between each one of us, but yeah, we both have the same issues. It's you guys fun. are right there. It's totally good. Uh, my NPC, I wish, like, if I got to talk to my NPC, there probably would have been, like, a real weird story like that. But sadly, I only got to see my NPC from afar. And Caitlin, you actually saw him too because oh. it was when we were on our uh, little vacation. And uh, we went to uh, Zion National Park and there's like one of these trails. It's called the Narrows. And it's this area where it just kind of goes through these two cliffs. It's like in water. You're kind of trekking through some water. And there's like a whole bunch of rocks. So it's like hard to walk on. Like we're tripping all over the place because you just like you can't see through the murky water and you're just tripping on things. And um, so there's a bunch of people everywhere you look. People are just kind of struggling to make it through tripping all over the place. But then we turn and we see this one individual who's got his guitar out and he's strumming a little song and he is struggling. He is not struggling at all. He is just out here sharing some tunes with the people of fucking Zion. Like he's in full on normal clothes, just a guitar going out in this water hike. Like it was absolutely unreal. Mind you, a 10 mile water hike and he looked like a fucking bard like i've like seen a bard in real life that's what we were instant we were like tell us your stories what do you know of this lands we were just like yelling at him like what are the legends of the narrows <laughs> he's like singing i can't tell you what he was singing he didn't give us any of the legends sadly but i would have loved to like been able to sit with this dude because like i don't he sat out like it is so hard to get to where he was like you we have to have a shuttle pass like you we like oh he was at the point where we had had to turn around because we were just dying like we had walked pretty far i feel like and then he was there walking from even farther than we were we were at like he got far with this guitar yeah he did it was it was the most wild thing i've literally never experienced anything like that the water gets you witnessed a legend yeah the water gets like four to five feet deep like he has to carry this fucking guitar over his head in order to get it through this thing like it, it was amazing i was shocked it was it was a really mind opening experience is what i'd call it yeah indeed soul opening wow indeed that's beautiful <laughs> sorry uh so i didn't encounter any real life bards and now i'm instantly sad and i just kind of wish i could go back and change my npc but my npc is someone i know someone oh. who has been dating my cousin for about 6 years mm. he's been to birthdays he spends like the holidays with their families like basically been in my life and around my entire family for 6 years and i saw him a week and a half ago like a little family dinner and somehow the conversation got on like siblings and stuff and we we're talking about my brother and i 
And my NPC is him because he legitimately thought my younger brother was older than me. Mm. Oh, man. And I like the whole table just got really silent. And we, we all looked at him as he made this comment because I like made a comment like, oh, my baby brother. And he was like, Zach's older than you. Oh. And we just kind of looked at him and sat there for a while. And he has legitimately believed for the last six years that the child I call my little brother is just older than me. And I just feel like it was just such a big moment because i scream middle child like everything about me screams that i am a middle child through and through Mm -hmm. um so he's my npc because i just i don't even know how to talk to him anymore it's kind of it's kind of insulting for him to think that your brother is older because your brother is also a disaster so (gasps) yes more of a disaster than me i feel like i just seem older i would hope i seem a little bit older i think you definitely seem older and your npc is not the smartest person alive i think i think that could be nicely said (laughs) nicely said i think that's fair but i just i don't even know how to react i was like please tell me you don't think i'm younger and more immature than that person over there he believed his fake id that's for sure that's that's probably what it was is he did all of those you know like (laughs) but all right you guys those were i'm somewhat convinced those were pretty in line for you guys but tell me why how do those npcs reflect you i talked about poo poo you did talk about poo poo and your bond of poo poo with your grandma we poop together that's weird poop is one i don't like this okay which is very on brand for you so uh (laughs) also started in the mic yeah that count you know i i hate being a middle child but i'm also very proud of my middle child status Mm -hmm. and this was an npc story about me defending my status as the middle child and not the baby of my family yeah you were very quick like to throw in even to us that you are the middle child Mm-hmm. And that is part yeah. of your story and mm-hmm. uh, and your history and who you are. Mm-hmm. So that is very important for you. So much of me. Mm. I'm gonna give you. It's very convincing. I'm gonna give you 45 points for that. Dougal, again, butthole problems. Very on brand. Yes. I don't doubt like that one. I'm not convinced it that it's not you. I just don't enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you 30 points for that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, it was my grandma who said that she has diarrhea. So. <laughs> I still can't get over that point in this story, which I thought your grandma pooped in the middle of the street. That's like the I problem. was just so stuck on that. <laughs> That's what's stuck in my mind. Is I now as I do this episode, it's just me picturing your grandma shitting in the street. So you like know, I wouldn't put it past her. I <laughs> wouldn't either. And that's what's <laughs> fucked up. And that's what's getting me, Dougal. I love so. my grandma so much. <laughs> your grandma kicks ass, but she would also shit in the street. Yeah, so she would. <laughs> <laughs> if I went to her and I said, Grandma, would you shit in the street? She'd say yes. She'd probably tell you about the time Cassie, she did shit in the street. Do you know she what would. this means? Hmm. We are friends with the next person that's going to shit in the street. She 100%. Get, yes. How do you know I haven't already done it? <laughs> oh, God. This is too much. I've got too many terrible like images in my head. I need a break. So let's just let's get away from our show and hear about a show that's probably not talking about their grandma shitting in the street. <laughs> Hello, I am Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we are the hosts of Journey Under 30. This is a podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. On each episode, we take a look at a career of an individual that has been recognized by Forbes. Sometimes we look at careers that we think were overlooked. Or sometimes we talk about the careers that you may not know about, but you should. And in the end, we discuss what we've learned as well is how we can apply to our own career paths as we make our mark on this world. So join us every other Tuesday on whatever podcatching app you choose, and we'll see you on the Forbes. See ya. Bye-bye now. <laughs> okay, we're back. We're free of shit here. All free of shit. And we are ready to roll again.
All right, I actually rolled a two, which is going to be Caitlin's number. So for Caitlin's number, she is our animal expert. She knows all the very good facts about animals, and she's also incredibly talented at making the noises that they make. So Caitlin, today, your fish... Oh, spoiler. (laughs) It is a fish. Your animal slash fish... Can you tell me about Sloan's Viper Fish? Um, uh, Sloan's Viper Fish is... Well, let me tell you, guess what? What? It's Viper Fish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Break it down for me, though. Like, what? Woo! This boy is a fish that is long, like an eel, but not. Because eels, they be flat. Viper Fish? That they- round? No. Oh. Diamond-shaped. What the fuck? Yep. You'd never expect it. Super cool, though, because I really like how their snoot ends. You know, kind of cool like a turtle nose. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, viper fish are um, triangles. No, they're diamond shaped. And um, they're cool because they are like swords and they like to stab mm-hmm. things with their nose. And when they stab through them, they make the most radical mating noise known to mankind. Um, and this is what attracts mates to the kill. And then they meet their um, future mate over the kill that they just stabbed through. So it's really cool. Well, that's nothing is a deeper bond than murder. Yeah. You know, don't you wish you met the love of your life over some bloodied animal that you just stabbed your body through? Hey, Caitlin. That's how you know they're the love of your yeah. life. Yeah. How do you know I haven't? <gasps> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Deep. Anyways, I need to show you the noise. Yes, that they please. make. So that is like charge into stabbing after stabbing. When is that that noise? Everywhere. Oh, okay, just anytime they wake up, that noise. Oh no, that's I'm sorry, that's the mating stabbing noise. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. so is it? It's like as they go to stab, they go through and they do that noise. Oh wow! So is the, the stabby part is so that's part of their mouth, right? Like that's on the end of their mouth, and they got yeah. their mouth open as they go for the stab. It's actually more nasally. It's like you know how I said they had like the snoot, like the turtle. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's all fairy coming out of their nose. Oh, they also have a lot of snot wow. that comes out of there at the same time. Wow, that's a snotty fish. Yeah, the snot actually attracts more smaller fish um, that come and help them eat the meal because they believe in feasting and gatherings of um, all their friends. Well, that's that part's nice. They're really cool. That's that is very cool. Uh, But then the fish fuck right after that. No, they may. That means they they become best friends. (laughs) Okay, my my bad, my bad. I'm sorry, I misunderstood what that word means. No, (laughs) I'm so sorry. I was worried about like all the like people who were just there for the meal. And like how fast oh, they got to scatter. Oh, you're asking if it becomes a giant orgy. No, are like you? If yes, just it had, does, Cassie. Okay, I you're didn't right. like. No, I don't want that. I, I thought they just. She wanted to warn off the little fish from being witness to. I no. was hoping there was no. like a warning signal for them, like they to know when to dip, eat so they can get energy for their orgy, and okay. then they become best friends. Okay. All of them, obviously. Right. Yeah, Jesus. a friend orgy. Yes. Okay. Well, what kind we, of friends? Totally platonic. <laughs> What kind of orgies do you go to where you're not friends with everyone? Very good question. You should be friends with yeah. all of them. Yeah. All of so, them. So uh, we definitely, we were on different sites oh. and I think we're on different sites for a lot of things now Weird. that I know your definition of orgy. Okay. But um, what I found <laughs> out about the viper fish, it's, uh, it, you were right. It is a very long fish. Mm. It's one of those deep water fucks though. So, you know, it is fucked up and it's almost like an elongated angler fish because it kind of attracts those fish. It's got the lights. The cool thing about it is that it does have those uh, photophores or photo. Yeah, photophores. And so it can make it's like got the lights on its body that it can light up whenever. 
and it uses those to adjust so like predators can see its shadow and it kind of like can't really be seen. It also uses those on its fin to to direct prey to its mouth like a little airstrip. It's just like, hey, straight up, come right here. Um, The fucked up thing and what I hate about it is the main feature of this fish and it's its fucked up mouth. It's an absolute tooth monster. Um, Mm -hmm. The internet refers to the things inside of its mouth as just teeth, but they are actually small like spears. When they close their mouths, their teeth, little spears form a cage so that they use that to trap prey. And then it can unhinge its jaw, just like popping open a can, and it gets its mouth to a full 90 degrees, which allows them to catch prey up to 63% bigger than its own body, or 63% the size of its own body. Uh, most fish with these fucked up mouths have like depressible teeth. So, you know, they kind of like pop in and out. And, uh, so that's, this one does it though. The teeth are fixed and that's why it needs to straight up unhinge its jaw. Like these little teeth help them and like to catch like a whole bunch of other things. It doesn't have a floor to their mouth, which I refuse to look into. So I can't tell you exactly what that means, but it means that it can fit big ass fish in there. And each spear tooth, it has like a special tool, the straight prexlim. Preximillary? Whatever that one is. It's the one before the... It's like a premolar, I think. Okay, that one is used against larger prey to, like, stab them and wound them. Uh, It has a curved second, that little word, which it uses as a dagger. And then all the other ones just form a cage so it can keep its little prey in its teeth like a prison. Wow. You know what? I hate them yeah. so much they're bad mm-hmm. um when you say the mouth has no floor i looked into it just imagine a ruler how a ruler doesn't have like a bottom to it it's just kind of straight right yeah that's kind of how it means when it has no floor i don't like that you know how you no. have like um your tongue and everything below like your gullet yeah everyone has a gullet um yeah this guy don't have that it's, it's just, just a floor teeth. just straight teeth that's teeth it teeth to floor it's such a bad animal i hate it and um i wish this it- is like the fish of nightmares yeah this is like when you think of deep sea creatures you think anglerfish and then this long boy with the big teeth but i want to tell you something when i think of this guy the first thing i thought was man uh, the orthodontist fish for this fish would make a killing because if they didn't have the properly aligned teeth like mm-hmm. they are gonna die yeah. because they, then they got no cage they have no cage they have no food like that orthodontic fish is gonna make mad money and they probably mad. do that ink, that deep sea. I feel like that's a, a hazard job, though, because if you're going to be an orthodontic fish up to this fish that can literally eat anything, you got to be a brave. It's got to be one of its own. Indeed. Brave fish going up. One yeah. of its own with the strongest of jaws. And uh, yeah, that's with what I think. No bottom of that mouth. Never forget that. No bottom. It uh, absolutely oh, that sucks. Thing is terrifying. And I prefer your orgy fish, indeed. Uh, Caitlin, why, why is that orgy fish on brand for you? Because he makes friends. Okay. All right. Just one answer. I like it. Books, this one, you know, you didn't get to say anything, but why do you mm-hmm. think Caitlin, like, why wasn't that on brand for Caitlin? Like, what? Because she brought up sex. She did. She did indeed. <laughs> That's, I like these, you guys nailed it both in one and 100%. Like, it wasn't like, I feel like you had, had it on brand. You did know it was a fish. Yeah. But then it turned into a sex fish and I don't know what to do with that. So I'm going to give you. Mating means friendship. friends are family that's right never forget that i'm gonna give you 30 points for that yeah books you successfully like made me a little suspicious of her so i'm gonna give you 10 points for that oh thank you and i think we got time probably for one more roll so i'll go ahead and do that okay we rolled a five which is gonna be advice for pop culture characters 
What wisdom do we have to share with the world, my friends? So I recently finished a show on Netflix called Glow Up because I was really bored and just this was before um, Julie and the Phantoms had come out or anything. So Netflix was kind of lacking in content. And if you don't know what Glow Up is, it is a makeup competition Mm show. And I am terrible at makeup. I don't really like makeup, but I like other people who are really good at makeup. I like watching them do it because it just it's pretty when someone can actually accomplish it and do it really well. Um, so I started watching the show. I don't actually know how I made it through a season though, because the judges are kind of unbearable yeah. and like really miserable. You've watched it, Caitlin. I watched, I, we watched one episode and we turned it off. Oh, I don't even, yeah. I blocked it. It was it, I, because I see it all the time on Netflix and I, I haven't gone back to it because people were not good people and I couldn't watch these mm. bad people go against each other. Yeah, so I, I skipped season one because I'd watched one episode of season one and I gave up on it. Mm. And I started season two and I made it through season two, which would like the, the artists were good, but um, the judges were, I don't like them. And so my advice, one just for the show is to just consider new judges. But if we had to stick with these judges, there's a female judge, her name is Val. And she's just really biased and kind of like takes pleasure in the failure of the competitors Mm. which is very toxic like if you're just taking joy in the people sucking i don't think you're a good judge or you know contest like judger essentially but my biggest suggestion for her to change is that whenever somebody does well she's created this really bad catchphrase and that's that she says ding dog whatever she's like pleased with doing something and so my true advice is just to please for the fuck's sake just stop saying ding dong as a catchphrase for success out of everything ding dong like you know she was working on that for a while and ding dong is what she came up with so bad and then it's terrible it's this is like this is the top mark a person could receive like they've just kicked ass and added prosthetics to someone's face and literally made them their human face look like you know a landscape or something crazy and all they get is this british lady ding dog my dear you know what the <laughs> only thing like, that could make it better is if she did have a ding dong in her hand and she threw and it at their face of, yeah. yes i or want her to have like face. a cowbell or something and just hit her own face with it yeah something it to make be it worth so, it like it doesn't make sense like i don't know that's not a compliment so i don't know how to receive that no okay. like it doesn't even like it's not a like it's not like cheers. It's not congratulations. It's there's nothing successful about like a gold star would make more sense. Yeah. Ding dog. That's a doorbell. And I run <laughs> from the doorbell. So like I, my instinct to Same. doorbell is to hide. So I'm not enjoying that. Yes. Okay. So we have no. ways to make it better with either eating a ding dong interface, throwing a ding dong or hear me out. You know how ding dongs come in foil? Yeah. What if she made a bell uh-huh. on her head with foil from the ding dongs and then she worked really hard to make it ding when someone did good and like imagine her waving her head around like get in this ding for this dong and I think that would be good and I think that would fix I think it would fix it. Books, I can't believe Caitlin just stole your own thing to prove that she was not the clone because that was absolute nonsense. That did not make sense at all. <laughs> only Caitlin's mind could come up with that shit. Just went for it, it makes so much. And I have a heartbreaking <laughs> reality to um, inform you. Ding dongs are no longer wrapped in foil. So Fuck. that is so sad. It doesn't work anymore. That was the you best part because you had it a is. toy it's, after you they ate They don't it. really taste good anymore. So wow. You know what's sad? I know that because we bought ding dongs not too long ago yeah. and i was disappointed when it was not wrapped in foil but i they're, thought they don't even taste the same they're not the same oh, it was still not good, good, but like but yeah no i was disappointed because of no foil but i thought maybe you know maybe because i bought it somewhere else you know 
No, I it's not the same if you station. can't get a little piece of foil in that. Like, if you don't bite into... <laughs> and make a little square. Yeah, that's so sad. It bums make me a out star. a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's a bad catchphrase, indeed. Ding dong. It's a very bad catchphrase. <laughs> ding dong. Um, well, my fail um, doesn't have to do with a ding dong. It happens to do with a farm boy. Just a little farm boy in this town of Smallville. Um, <laughs> Kansas. Couldn't remember where Smallville was. Um, but yeah, it's about this boy, this boy named Clark Kent. Um, so Clark Kent is known as someone to be late to everything and disappoint his friends because he can never keep an appointment or a date or anything like that because he always has to like run and save the world or something like that right so clark kent is being has been known as a bad friend now because he just doesn't care for the people who care about him and it's sad and so i want clark to fix this so my advice for clark kent is he has a rich friend lex loser <laughs> here we are again yes lex loser is <laughs> yes that's fitting uh lex luther who has tons of money and always supports literally like anything clark says like he, clark says i want a pony and lex is like sure buddy here's my best friend um here's a pony for my best friend and he just does it right so my advice for clark is to go to his friend lex and say lex i would like to do something for my friends my friends who i've let down on so many fucking occasions and i would like to do this as a surprise so they're not expecting it and so if i do fuck it up they don't know about it so i want um clark to create a little carnival and everything for his friends and then have it running for about three days so he'll have three days to like fuck this up and not get it right and stuff (laughs) like that but one of those days will be right and he at least one all of his friends there and they may have a near-death experience but they're gonna experience it together that's right i just want clark to you know care for his friends and then lex luther just take more of his money because man that guy just gives it out he's so giving to <gasps> clark specifically clark and all of his friends he's just all willing of clark's to friends, like give literally like uh, i don't feel like i could go to any one of my friends friends and be like hey can i have like twenty thousand dollars like i got into some shit it was my fault completely but i do need 20k can i have it please and they'll be like you know what I've been there, done that. Here's 20K. Like it's easy breezy. None of your guys' friends would ever do that for me. And that kind of makes me sad. I'm sorry we don't have the rich we're friend. We're just bad friends because we're poor. No, yeah. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. Don't be sorry. Just get rich friends, please. Fucking working on it, dude. <laughs> but that carnival day, like, that would be. Cassie's got a new podcast. It's going to make money. Oh, it's fine. Podcasts you... make money. Uh, have you heard of my good friend, Casper Mattresses? <laughs> <laughs> Raycon earbuds. <laughs> Raycon earbuds. <laughs> Let me tell you about their new e everyday headphones. Um, but there is like with three days of a carnival, wh- that one that Clark does come, you know they're gonna get like all those like carnival prizes, yes. and it's gonna be kick ass. That it's, one day he makes it will be a good day. It's gonna be good, and it's gonna be a good yeah. episode for us to watch as well. Because I'd love for the friends just to hang out and be friends for just, just an episode, like not have drama because. You know it's a drama show. You know there's going to be drama. But those mall episodes. Those Superheroes need a day off too. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> that was not on brand. That was not on brand right there. <laughs> the sarcasm was. Did you hear how high my voice got? Did you hear how high I got? That was on brand. <laughs> I was a little shocked by how off brand that was. I was like, wait, she's appreciative that I just cut her off with a little cheesy tagline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She would have normally eaten your head off. Not about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she won me back with that weird noise though that was on brand yeah. now i'm confused and i don't know what to do 
Uh, my advice, Caitlin, you know Smallville is all we're watching right yes, now. It's all we're it about. Is. It's okay, can we tell everyone where we're at right now so they can follow along with us? Because people like to follow along with us and watch yeah, Smallville. Yeah, I'm sure they all are. We are in season three, episode 13? 13, I think, right now. Yeah, at probably this point there. of recording. Um, uh, as you know, last time we recorded, we were um, not even on season three yet. But here we are, midway through. Midway. And, uh, Be proud of us, please. Somebody, somebody recognize us and the hard work we're putting in. Uh, we deserve it. And it's, it's not easy, but somebody has to do it. So uh, my advice is for Clark as well. And it's also for him to take advantage of like his rich friend. So my advice for him, it will ruin the show, but I need to give it to him because I care about Clark. You know, I've grown with him. We spent so much time with him at this point. And like, I care about him as a person, as an alien, and I just want a better life for him. And I, I don't like to keep seeing him in pain. Mm-hmm. So my advice is for him to let his rich as hell friend, Lex, know how valuable like Krypton is. Like there's so many uses for Krypton. Kryptonite? There's so many episodes. Yeah, Kryptonite, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not the planet Krypton. Uh, don't harvest that shit. Or the sci-fi TV show, that one was bad. But um, my advice is for him to tell him just like how valuable that is. And for him to start, cause then like Lex could like put in the money, find the scientists to like, make these machines where it could find kryptonite and they could start mining that shit. And then once they get rid of all the kryptonite in Smallville, which is causing all of his issues, he can just go on about his life and just like not keep running into fucking kryptonite wherever he goes. And like then being like, that's how people are getting all these powers. That's an issue. He also then can't save the people because they make him weak as hell. But if he tells Lex, this is valuable and then he could start mining that and then it's all gone. And I feel like, it's dangerous advice to tell this rich evil guy mm-hmm. to start mining this yeah. thing. But see, I'm going to tell it to season two, Clark, to tell season two, Lex, mm. who is very yeah. season two, Lex, all about helping Clark. Yeah. That's season two. Lex is when he'll just give out money for his yeah. friend. And that's when he's trying to be a better person to prove to his dad that he's better than him. And in that way, by being a better person. So he would, could tell him, you know, like this is dangerous stuff, but I bet you there's like a better a better way for us to be using this kryptonite. And then Lex could put all of his money into trying to like save the earth with this or some shit. I don't know. Okay. Okay. It's my utopia. I see what you're saying, but I also know who Lex Luthor is. Season two, Lex Luthor will do this. Season two, Lex Luthor. Season two, Lex Luthor will start this and will be like, I'm going to save my friends and I'm going to save the town of Smallville. Mm -hmm. But then he's going to grow and mature and realize that he has a hot commodity and he can make these superhumans, metahumans and stuff like that. And he's going to make metahumans in order to work in his factory or do fucked up shit because that's how Lex goes. He just keeps getting but more if, fucked up. Maybe not though. Yeah, if he changes, if he finds it. success. But like, if he's like able to be so overwhelming successful by mining this, he won't have that yearning to turn. You yeah. sound like season two, Clark Kent. If he already like he makes it bigger than his dad by being ethical, that's he's he's got it all. And at that point, like Clark will yeah. have nothing to hide anymore because like it's a perfect little land. He could just tell Lex he's an alien. That's like the alien like fuel juice or whatever, the anti-fuel juice. Yeah. And then they're just all buddies. There's nothing for him to get pissed at. It's all perfect. Okay, but my I solved it. My I solved worries it. is Lex Luthor has now a and stockpile then, of kryptonite. Yeah. Kryptonite, which he just found out, hurts his friend. His bestest friend his in the whole world, friend. his only yeah. friend who accepted the him. The only for person his who's been baldness. nice to him. <laughs> yeah. 
the only one who looked at that bald head and was like, I'll befriend this bald head. My only problem is, even if Lex was perfectly right, his yeah. father is evil as fuck and he does the so much fucked up shit. can be murdered so easily. But he hasn't been mm-hmm. murdered. He has lost his sight. Yes. He has been <laughs> shot so many times. He's been on like life support. He's supposed to die like literally five times. I think he was like, probably in one of those exploded cars, but he's still alive. Okay. I think Lionel Luther will come over to Lex Luther and say, hey, I see that you have something that I don't have and I want it now. Take over this kryptonite stock and somehow decide to murder Clark Kent and that's how he dies. And I think Lex will be good. Lionel will be bad. Clark Kent will die. No, see, this is what I'm picturing. <laughs> Lionel sees how much like money this is making him and he's going to try to go into that mine and yeah. like see the details of how to do it. Trips to that mine and dies. Oh, so there we oh, go. Okay. All solved. All oh, solved right darn. there. There he goes. Look at that. My, I've fixed Smallville. It's perfect now. Caitlin, you're... And now Clark has time to hang out with his friends at the carnival all three days. Look at that. Kiss the girl he likes. He can go out and do normal teen things. We've solved it. We've done it all. He won't be late all the time. He's always late, no matter what. Powers <laughs> or not, he's always late. He won't be as late No, he's always late. Time. He's gotten so many tardies at school. No boy late. Uh, Caitlin, you brought up advice for Smallville. Yeah, on brand. But tell me, like, why? Why exactly? How? Why that advice? Advice specifically? Because Clark Kent needs to care about his friends. Because I care about my friends, even though I forget to call them all the time. Like McKenna knows. Do you care about your friends? Because you just shit on my idea. I did shit on your idea, but that's because I care about you. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not liking that argument. Books. <laughs> why? Why was your advice on brand for you? My advice is on brand because even. Uh, even when I'm judging judges, I'm still judgmental mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm judging them on their bad judge qualities. So like I'm a judgmental person, but I have standards to what is appropriate judging. Mm. And Fuck. that that's very on brand for me. That is incredibly on brand. I have no way to refute that. <laughs> that was very good. It was I'm so on me- brand that I actually zoned out. <laughs> And that is how you know that was the real book. Wow, I have successfully (laughs) proven. (laughs) Wow, I can't tell you one thing she said. Okay, but that was the real Caitlyn reaction. If you were to give me $1,000 right now, I couldn't tell you one word she said. (laughs) Not one. I wouldn't be able to get that $1,000 from you. I'd be $1,000 poorer. Maybe there isn't a clone. I feel like this should be insulting. Maybe you're the clone. (laughs) But... You wouldn't know, Cassie. Oh, my God. I was told it was somebody else, so don't send me down this one. All right, you guys both did incredibly well. I'm going to give you both 50 points for that. Somebody save me. And for those who don't know, that is the Smallville theme song, of course. All right, but it does look like we are almost out of time. So there is one last test to run before we leave. And this, of course, we got to end it with our crit successes. So my suspicious friends, can you tell me how you all succeeded this week? Somebody got saved this week because my success happens to be... That was like... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm tuning into a really dramatic episode. What happens next? We have a role called dramatic reading and nothing has ever been that dramatically read as that was right there. That was beautiful. I must tell you what I have done for my success. 
You avoided all week. You avoided all episode. It's been one hour, 56 minutes. Um, and I'll tell you what my success is. Um, it's the fact that we have been watching this Smallville TV show uh, on Hulu, which I don't know if you've ever watched Hulu, then you know that there's fucking 90 second commercials like 15 times in between oh, each episode. So many. Like and they're this, always the same one. Yeah, and this 40 minute Smallville episode becomes easily 60 minutes to like more and it's like i can't i can't handle these stupid fucking commercials so you know what i did my success what's your success i went online and i bought all 10 seasons of smallville in the collector's <laughs> edition dvd pack and you know what that's 62 dvds cassie that's right it is. that's not only 62 dvds i'm gonna get the daily planet mm-hmm. printout that has like some cool stuff on there i'm gonna get pictures of the cast that's right you all are. in a collector's smallville <laughs> pack wow and you know what I did it, and it's going to be here next week. So that way, I don't have to waste my life watching these stupid fucking commercials. Mm-hmm. But yeah, You've that's my us. success. I fucking care for myself. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You, I, I'm going to be on the tails of your success, because like, I'm also going to benefit from that. It's going to be so good. I'm very excited for that to come in. Uh, my success is partially that, which I am going to thoroughly enjoy. You will be hearing about that nonstop. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other success is just that I was able... like I pulled my head out of my ass and like actually texted a friend who's been texting me for a while. So like reconnected with a friend and responded to a text. So double points for me. Wow. Like, look at me. Congratulations. It, you guys, I typed out a text when somebody sent me a text. So I don't mean to brag, but I, I need to learn from that. I'm like would mother like Teresa s- at this point. <laughs> I would like to slow clap for you right now, but it would take too long. So this is me <laughs> telling you that I slow clap for you. Thank you. You're I welcome. feel it feels like the proper response for this gracious deed I have done. Thank you. I stole your fail this week, so hopefully soon I will steal your success because you guys are the only two people I text back. So. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's <laughs> horrible. That's, that's really it. Um, my success is that I'm, it was mentioned in my fail, I'm puppy sitting right now, guys. I'm so excited. And it is the best thing ever. I was like, it didn't really hit me until yesterday. I went to bed and I was like, man, I'm just in such a better mood lately. I just feel happier. I feel like and it, it's all due to the puppy. Yep. I'm watching my furry niece, Lily. She's a golden retriever and she is just so much joy because it's like I'll be grading papers and things will be really tough and I won't be having fun. She'll just come by and drop a tennis ball on my lap. Oh, but like, come play for 10 minutes. And I'm like, OK, you're right. Life is perfect. Oh, my gosh. Dogs are so good. Dogs Puppies are, are so good. cute. They just get so excited when you get home. They waggle their bodies. With the simplest so. things, too. Like, the littlest things make her so excited. God. Oh, those are very good successes, you guys. I'm proud of you. Can I throw in an extra fail? An extra? You know you can. I will never deny that. I'm going to throw in an extra fail here. Speaking of fucking dogs. Um, we got. I decided to go to Sprinkles Cupcake and, and treat myself to a cupcake and my roommates to cupcakes, right? Yeah. Very good We're Very cupcake. good. Thank you for those. Yeah. Sprinkles Cupcakes are really good, right? So I got one, a cupcake for my dog because they decided to make dog cupcakes. Cool, right? My dog's going to love this. This fucking asshole didn't even want to fucking look at it. He pawed it with his little paw and he's like, I'm not eating this. I'm not yeah. eating this $3 <laughs> cupcake that you got. Yeah. Yeah, so this he is straight up like essentially smacked it out of your hand. He's he like, "Fucking get that out of my face!" Legit, like pawed this bitch out of my hand, and yeah. he was like, "I'm not eating that. I'm smelling it, and it's not for me." So well, my fail is your that your dog's picky. He's an asshole, he's an but asshole. he's cute. He's very yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just had to throw that in. Sorry to dap, dap, dap. 
<laughs> Sorry to beatbox my way into the next thing. Cassie hit it with them. Well, that was another success. Sick ass beatboxing, dude. But it is time for the bis- biggest success of all of our lives. So, Caitlin, can you tell me the points? And let's start with overall standing, just so we know, like that. And um, and then we'll go from that to points from the episode yes of course at the bottom of the leaderboard 86,779 points is cassie in the middle of the leaderboard with 87,413 points one point behind the leader is me and at the top of the leaderboard with 87,414 points is going to be books okay hanging on by a thread guys Just by a thread and you one have point. been in the lead for the while so that doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean you won this episode so let's see can you give us the totals mm. for this episode but of course leading out of books and Ketlin is going to be it's me i won with 190 points and mckenna got 180 dang it was so close but according to the so points close. books you are the clone so we're gonna have to throw oh, a point. Yeah. I can't believe. I don't know what your dark deeds are or what your plan was here. So we got to get you out of this show immediately. Let's be real, though. Could a clone really be more evil than me? Just yeah. like, like, what's the what's the real? I don't know if this, things could get that much worse. I don't know. I kind of want to keep the clone around just for science. But I do. We do got to get rid of it. I got to have the only the real books back. And also, I need the real books back because we got to figure out who the next DM is going to be. And Ooh. it can only be either the real books or the real Caitlin. So I'm going to roll to figure that out. I'll start with books first. Will the real books please stand up? Okay, please the real books up. got a one. Oh. So it's not looking good oh. for real books. I don't know if she's ready to come back to the show yet. I just rolled for Caitlin and I need a new dice because I also got a one. You guys got a sudden death Whoa. in ones. <laughs> I'm so proud of you guys. Throw those dice out. Yeah, I'm going to roll Throw with the other out. one. It's my good tiny one though. I, know, I like I that like one. That. It's a jade dice. So cool. Isn't Love the good? rock dice. Good when you need to fail. Yeah. yeah. Man, okay. Well, I'm going to roll for books on a different dice now. All right, books, you got a 12. Okay. Caitlin, you got an eight. Wow. All right. So you oh. know what that means. That's right. You do know what that the means. The real books will be back. Yeah, you know. You know that's right. Congrats to the real books who will be your DM <laughs> next episode. It's going to be a great episode. But I'd say our best episodes are the ones where we get to hear from you, our lovely listeners, which we do when we roll a 10 on our dice, which is follower question. So send us your questions, whatever you want to hear us talk about, and we will read it on the show. You can send your questions to unnatural20s at gmail.com or send them over on social media. We are on all the main platforms. And by the main ones, I mean Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is at unnatural20s on all of those. Also, while I'm talking about social media, please follow us on those so you can stay up to date on what we're doing and you can see some truly inspiring art that Caitlin makes. Also, if you want some more inspiring content, we got tons of it over on our Patreon. We've got a couple of different tiers ranging from $1 to 20 So support us if you can. You'll get access to a bunch of weird content. That's patreon.com slash unnatural20s. Also, if you can't support us with cash right now, oh boy, do we understand that. If you do like the show, though, and you still want to support us, you can do so by writing a review for us. If you head over to Apple Podcasts and write a review, reach out to us and let us know who you are because we will send you some free dice. Or if you don't want to write a review, you don't want to do anything for us, but you still want free stuff, we got you fucking covered for that. You can reach out to us and we will send you some stickers whenever you want. Just give those over to you because we love to hand out stickers. Lastly, this show is a part of the Scavengers Network, which has a bunch of rad as hell shows and rad as hell podcasts. Uh, There are a lot of them. So if you're looking for a wreck, I'd say check out Journey Under 30, 
which is hosted by our pod boss, Colin and Alex. And they're chronicling their journey as they try to make it to the Forbes 30 under 30 list. It's a great listen, and there's some wisdom to be found in those episodes, which is a good change from our dumb show. So uh, definitely check that out. You can find all the Scavengers Network podcasts on scavengersnetwork.com. That is the network. We are the show, which has been on Natural 20s. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to tune in for a new adventure on Monday. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.